Welcome to In the Green Zoom, bringing you comedians backstage from their bedrooms. How you doing? I'm Paul Denke. Thanks for joining us. I'm so glad you're here. I actually did join you from my bedroom this week, so I'm so proud to use our incredible tagline. It's so sexy and so unearned. We really got to get to more pillow talk on this show. Hey, at any rate, I did this week's episode for my bedroom. A bunch of the pals were on it. Greg Barris is here, Maggie May, James Fritz, Chris Fairbanks, Gareth Reynolds, and Nick Flanagan are all on the program. For those of you following along at home with the various ins and outs of the In the Green Zoom cast, a lot of you know that James Fritz recently moved and is experiencing a loud neighborhood noise. We investigate that a little bit further. We find out what it takes to live and love here in Los Angeles. We take a moment, we remember Dustin Diamond, we talk Screech. Wow, I never thought that sentence would be passing my lips, but we lost Screech this week and we do talk about it on the program. So if you haven't gotten to pay your respects yet to Screech and all of the incredible physical comedy that came out of Dustin Diamond, uh, perhaps he also had a bunch of other terrible things he did in his later career. I didn't follow it. One of my favorite things to do in the green room is be there for each other. You know, as comedians, to see the struggle to engage in another person's pursuit of their craft. It's an honor to be there with them. This week, we really get into it. And everybody knows Gareth Reynolds, a hilarious and wonderful comedian. But with this new stage persona, I think that we're going to launch him into the stratosphere. We talk stage persona, merch, catchphrases, and it is, it's gripping to hear it unfold. Oh man, we also talk about which celebrity wrestler would you like to have at your bachelor party? And this is one of those questions that just has an answer to it. I I can't even explain it why I barely care about wrestling at all, but I absolutely have an answer. I'm sure you listening have already answered it into your head. And please let us know. I'd love to hear which celebrity wrestler they would like at their bachelor party. And of course, it doesn't matter if you've already had one or if you think that they're archaic. Maybe you had a bachelorette party. Maybe you had a a both sides where you all just get nasty together in front of each other. Oh, I love it. What a delicious, messy soup. We also get a fantastic, and I mean capital F, fantastic, bonus pre-pandemic stand-up set for my friend and yours, Mr. Greg Barris, and I'm glad you're here for that as well. We've got comfy seats in there, and that's what's nice, is everybody is in charge of their own comfort level as well as beverage intake. So it really is more of an egalitarian, you know, uh, pack it in, pack it out society version of what a green room truly is. There's no one taking care of us, which I love. Uh, but of course, we all stay pretty pampered. You know that's true. Let's let's pop on in there. I love it. I'm excited. There's a lot of good energy in here. You know, you can tell it's going to be a fun show when you walk into the club and it's loud. It's like, what the fuck? These people, were they at a Jimmy Buffett tailgate? They, they're fired up. You know, they got something to say. And you want a little bit of that, of course, too much, and then mm, that's no good. All right. I mean, without further ado, let's head into the green zoom, right? Let's let's pop right on back there. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Paul <laughs> Danky. Whoa. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thanks for everyone for uh, joining us on this Rogue Pirate Radio episode of In the Green Zoom. We're off the grid and in your face with Whoa. this uh, highly politically charged episode of In the Green Zoom. I don't think we're going to fulfill that. Um, I just think that uh, something happened with our good pals at Nightlight. They're, they're, they're having a Wi-Fi problem. Um, a bunch of our friends are having Wi-Fi problems. I feel like they're trying to crack down on us here in Los mm. Angeles. It says cancel culture. My pillow guy said it. You all laughed, but <laughs> yeah, that guy's being vindicated every day. First they came for the Nazis, then they came for my pillow. Bingo. <laughs> James, speaking of cancel culture, uh, I wanted to follow up with this hot topic from oh. I think it was last week. The Horrible noise happening outside your house. Has it been canceled or um, is it the new main show? Honey, I, have we heard the noise today? I think it's happening now. Oh, I think it's happening now. <laughs> we have been uh, classic new white neighbor, neo-lib. We've said nothing to anyone about it. We've just uh, gone insane for oh, a week. Yeah. Uh, it's happening right now. Thanks, honey. Yeah, it, That's uh, some real quarantine content. Honey, we heard the noise today. <laughs> I appreciate that uh, offensive accent, but yeah. Um... <laughs> it's how uh, I knew it Accurate was accent? Uh, okay. <laughs> it is a little scary because I'm from the South and like she'll go like looking for the sound and like basically into the neighbor's yard and like I just, I'm, I have a fear of a shotgun being cocked and just <laughs> like you can't just walk on people's property but where's, um, where's your wife oh she's out there looking for the sound it's the noise what got her um, <laughs> so what's the noise is it like uh like it's a like a, 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 a mind piercing electronic <laughs> screech oh good all right so it's oh, something you can r.i.p yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> sounds like you did like, <laughs> is, it, is it a little something like this when you look oh oh knock the mic to over and that's a good next year they're gonna have an electronic screech on stage <laughs> holographic screech screech hologram <laughs> I'd rather listen to his stand-up than this. For the song. last three years, Dustin yes. Diamond has been filming himself for the hologram <laughs> in preparation. <laughs> Every angle covered. Yeah. Uh, I, I actually watched a compilation of, I was trying to find the famous Tori Spelling episode of uh, Saved by the Bell, where, where she sings uh, Beautiful Dreamer at the end. And uh, oh, sure. a lot of clips of Screech flirting, which... You should do a super cut of Screech flirting. That'd be nice. Yeah. And then end yeah. with his porno. Remember? Yep. Which was, he <laughs> faked, uh, he faked all the dick parts, not to get blue, but that's not him. I mean, hey, if you can he afford, faked. if you can afford a stunt guy. What? Thing, stunt cock? I know. Are you I don't want to say that I've word, been... Gareth. Well, I'll Are get you? into it. He had a stunt cock. Whoa. It's not abnormal, gentlemen. Relax. <laughs> wow. You know, I, I've lived in this town so long, and yet even I sometimes, you know, the you fall victim to uh, movie magic. I was confident that I knew what Screech was working with, and now... Wait, you've watched it? How many people here have watched this 
piece of cinema we're speaking of. Yeah. I would say I've seen all of it, but I've I seen haven't it. seen it all. But I was, you know, <laughs> the, no. the best. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I turned it off. I, mean, yeah. I watched the fucking beheading video. I watched, I watched enough. Cock. I, I, I like how you didn't watch it all because it's like who watches all of a porno? I didn't watch all of it. Well, yeah, you couldn't well, get to the end. They put those after credit scenes that are really good, so you want to see how it's extending throughout the pornographic universe and the, you yeah, know the PCU. I, I, yes, the PCU. I'm very interested. <laughs> porno cock um, universe. Who's part of the PCU? Jeremy Piven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, he actually started it. <laughs> oh boy, it's getting blue. You get the boys together, and suddenly yeah, we, we uh, came out the gate blue. Yeah. No, Meanwhile, you're the one that guy. Pre, Remember the show? Screech stabbed someone with a ballpoint pen or something. What was that? Oh, yeah. Right, there was a screech stabbing. Yeah. that wasn't his real. That wasn't his pen. Oh, it's got pen. <laughs> Good. It was I, a stunt I don't pen. Remember he had various scandals. Um, yeah. Well, he and, was the one who he was the one who like told all for them right. to make the Lifetime Saved by the Bell movie. So the <laughs> cast hated him. Yeah. And uh, he, I forgot he, about he didn't that. Even, didn't even make a dent. You know, what, we didn't even have watched. Well, I mean, you know, like about like, you know, Mario's a player, you know, yeah. and like, uh, behind the scene romances and. But it, you could tell, having watched the Saved by the Bell Lifetime movie two times, oh. you could Ooh. tell that it was a very Dustin Diamond skew. Like everyone, like Dustin Diamond was super like, I mean, whatever, yeah, guys. You know, whereas uh, everyone was like, Dustin, fuck off. I mean, R.I.P. This is, this is a eulogy. Did you read the, his book, Gareth? You read the no, book? No, didn't get oh. that far. I've oh. read excerpts of Jody Sweetens off the record. Okay. Oh, Jody. Oh, oh, my God. What's Dustin's book called? Nobody? Everything's coming up diamond. Not my cock. That's um, pretty good. Screech my for cock. the stars. Screech <laughs> for the stars good. is good. That's great. I remember, he, was my, he was for a good eight to ten years, he was my go-to reference for like uh, a, fa a fa unfunny famous person who does stand-up. So I don't know who I'm going to... Because remember, <laughs> like there was a time in the Midwest where he was playing like every club yeah. for like a two or three year span. Well, comedy clubs used to also, or they did in Austin, have just a well-known soap opera star. Field <laughs> and then well, it was wrestlers. And now it's YouTube stars. Now they'll have like... Hacksaw Jim Duggan's tight five is uh, not... I've done shows with Hacksaw. How was it? He's a gentleman. And oh. I think we've talked about this on this show. He... he would just go to uh, like a Home Depot and get like 32 by fours and bring them to the show and sign them and sell them for 35 bucks. And oh people loved God. him. That's funny. That's funny. He would That's do the funny. thing. He would do this thing ends. 20 Sorry. times and people would all do it and they would get crazy and they just loved him. Old style wrestlers are some of the few people not are like put me in a type of awe when I see them that I never expected expect to happen like yeah. i was at some comic con and i saw one of the bushwhackers you know oh, yeah. sure. <laughs> one of them one of them you know asmr the asmr feeling washed all over me uh, and uh i had that with uh razor ramon as well and uh jake the snake too jake yeah the snake. jake the snake tried that two by four thing but with uh 
35 live snakes that didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that's what's nice about animal. a snake is you could just go catch one for free. You don't even have to buy one. But... Yeah. <laughs> he would make his openers go wrangle snakes yeah. for him. You only got 11 snakes. Me, I need to make this money for gas. (laughs) I just love the idea of of two 75-year-olds. One of them hates snakes. The other one is all about snakes and sobriety. (laughs) And uh, they're hunting bones together. Um, Corey in the chat's letting us know Sergeant Slaughter was at their husband's bachelor party. And as um, I I have the Sergeant Slaughter GI Joe, so this hits me really hard. Yeah, this is a twofer. Huge news, and uh, thank you for sharing that. That's um, this is this is uh, the inspiration for our next segment. Which celebrity wrestler would you want at your bachelor party? And um, I'm gonna go with China. I always loved her, and uh, mm-hmm. my bachelor party's long behind me. But I'd love to get Ch- I'd love to get China in the in the mix with me and my pals. You know now that she's video. She's good as well. Fan. Well, yeah, but you know, I, I didn't want to hold us to the living. I, I figured someone would want Andre the Giant. I don't want to didn't die. Didn't China that. die? The, China yeah. died. She died the same day as, uh, as oh. uh, David Bowie. Yeah, really. Yeah. That kind of that happened to uh, Farrah Fawcett too. She died, and then Michael Jackson died, and really took the wind out of her death sails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she didn't make it all the way to Valhalla. <laughs> you know, I, I actually have to say, I feel like more love like more of a like on the ground foundational love for for china than for for the bowman you know just because uh i don't know like when i'd see interviews with her she just seemed like such a person who was just like fighting fighting through she was real in her own way with so much shit behind the scenes at at the wwe and like i spent two days with her was she okay on the set of Reality bites back. She was my partner for this what? American Gladiator spoof. That's oh incredible. And she was really. I think she's on Valium or something. She was just really talking really slow and very. She was not aggressive in any wrestler type way. And no. then when she was nervous when we went to the craft services for lunch, and she was like, "Will you hold my hand?" What? Yeah, oh my God. Um, and I was like, oh, of course. She was like a little kid. This is why I feel so much for China. It was, China. yeah, she was very sweet. Yeah. And then I saw yeah. her again skateboarding once. She was walking by and I was like, China, I don't know her real name, even though she told me. Yeah. And we, she remembered and we talked. She was really nice. See, this is, yes, this is like what she yeah. suited to me. And well, she was the first ever female wrestler, right? And that, no, the like she was like the first, like, Real. Like big one? Ah, it's hard to like. She's the first one I remember like scene. wrestling other men. She was super muscular, yeah, and yeah. like she was. She started. She was the one who who seemed like a the first one I know that seemed like a sort of fit tank, you know, rather than like, you know, a you're a bright fit tank, isn't it? There were some lady <laughs> types, and there was like fabulous Kentucky. moolah. Can't forget about the fabulous moolah. Oh right! Some of us made last week. Yeah, thanks to Reddit. I remember her. Can I just say it's hilarious that Matt McCarthy's not on this episode? <laughs> just really, oh, yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> His fucking ears are yeah. going to be on uh, fire right now. That's awesome. <laughs> he tries to talk about wrestling next week. We're gonna be like, no, we did it last. Yeah, week. We covered that. We covered it. We, we went over a whole hour. Matt, no. <laughs> Nick, Nick talked about the nuance between uh, gorgeous George and uh, 
<laughs> That's my guy, by the way. Gorgeous George. Well, he was amazing. Obscure, yeah. old school. Yeah. You're not worried that he's going to outshine your his gorgeousness at you on your own bachelor party weekend? You got to be Ooh. careful. I bring it Who's... on. I, you know, Surround yourself with uh, people that are better than you, and you can only uh, something. You're, you're welcome, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> are there, That's why uh, I'm here. Are there bachelor parties <clears throat> happening during uh, COVID, do you think? It's America. Everything's happening, baby. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, they never shut down. <laughs> yeah, oh, everything's happening. Spacious guys. <laughs> Uh, Gareth, who are you, who's who's your celebrity? Uh, I'll keep saying celebrity wrestler, but yeah. I don't know why I'm phrasing. Can that I way. pick a common man? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's name's Andy Duncan. He's from Columbus, and he is a sick hang. Talk about Valium. This guy got it. Powder, liquid, pill. He can take a chair to the face. Woo. Yeah, boy, Kenny. Uh, so, but if my celebrity one, aside from Andy, who again. Number one on my Mount Rushmore. <laughs> um, I will take the low-hanging fruit of Andre the Giant because I was, I I was like I read his, a book about him, one of the only biographies I could find on him because I was thinking of writing it like a dollop on him, and then I watched the documentary and there just wasn't enough. But the his life was so crazy and the part yeah. the hanging out like he would drink like a bottle of brandy and then like twenty bottles of wine. And then, like, you know, was smoked. Like, I mean, yeah. obviously, it was terrible. The man was, you know, his life, was, his skin was a prison. But uh, but he really knew how to bring the hammer down. And he was big. Like, and who guy, was the... my uncle's real tall, and I had a lot of fun as a kid. I could get who... back into that zone with him. Who was the rider <laughs> that he would, like, get rides to town with? Oh, um, fuck, It's, like, who some was... crazy story. It, it was story. a playwright. It was, like, um, it was, like, Bennett or something. Bennett? Was it Samuel Beckett? I think Beckett, that's it. Yeah, Beckett. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. Samuel Beckett would drive him when he was just a child at like seven feet. That's crazy. He was like in the back of his pickup truck, like, yeah. like a pig, you know, getting rides through France. So, like, Kinski to Herzog was Beckett. Yeah. <laughs> the I'm sorry, this is probably. Can too you deep do a more obscure <laughs> analogy? Yeah. You've all more seen my best fiend. Hopefully. He's not a good person. Nick, Nick, who's your uh, who's your bachelor party celebrity wrestler? Um, part of your celebrity? You love celebrities. Yeah, real Hollywood Whoa. skew, Paul. That's a real tough one. But like, some people are from parts unknown, Paul. If you had Forgive a bachelor me. party and there's like there's again obscure and then really well known, and they're they're two very related wrestlers, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like in his prime with the beer hose and the giant trucks, if he came in and did all of his amazing stuff and I don't know, beat up a CEO in front of you, in front of you, <laughs> what a what a beginning of nuptials that would be. But there was also a guy named the Sandman who was like before him, this dude who was part of ECW, and the Sandman would come out with this like kendo stick and no shirt from the crowd. And the song oh. Enter Sandman would start. Yeah, and I remember that. For the entirety of the song Enter Sandman <laughs> would just vamp in the crowd and drink a case of beer. What is a kendo <laughs> stick? <laughs> and so like having that guy at my, uh, at my bachelor party, like either followed or following Steve Austin, you know, followed by or following would be, I mean, I wouldn't even need to get married after that. 
the main Steve Austin <laughs> is like <laughs> the first sort of mega huge wrestler where it's like, oh, these are famous wrestlers. They're on a cartoon and they have like a show. But like Steve Austin was like the breakout one where it's like, let's put him in everything. He's on he's on MTV. He's got commercials. He's got mm -hmm. a Super Bowl spot. He's speaking at, uh, you know. Yeah. Whatever. And then after that, it was like, that was the norm. You're not a wrestler unless you're like a world famous. Well, you're yeah. forgetting about Mr. Nanny with Hulk Hogan. Yeah. yeah. Right. And No Holds Barred, <laughs> a classic. No Holds Barred. I was, I was working at a uh, at an Anchor Blue at the time of the Stone Cold Steve Austin um, ascent during a holiday, holiday hire. I would come in full sweaters during the holidays. And, and let me tell you, that guy moved merch. That guy yeah. moved merch in such an insane way. I was like, I don't. I never got into wrestling ever really, but watching how into that, and that was the NWO era as well, right? Yeah. That whole like uh, Dark Hulk, Dark, Dark Hulk, Hulk. <laughs> right? Dark but, uh, Hulk. And I was just like, man, y'all are y'all are in your little baby diapers, getting excited for your 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 little superhero man is all. And I was a bad superhero. You guys love this shit. I I, I never really understood it, but it was the one-two um, punch of the Rock. And Steve Austin, that was what like moved wrestling into this whole. Well, Steve Austin seemed like first, and then The Rock, and like then it like led The Rock into being able to. And now it's just like John Bautista. Well, definitely it was like Austin first, but when The Rock came in and you had both of those guys, and The Rock was like just as good as Austin, and he was so funny. He was like funny yeah. as hell. And uh, no, he yeah. actually is talented at like face contortion comedy and shit you know like it's yeah. pretty funny Rock i mean if you like, think about it theater right which is what wrestling is well he did media dell'arte for years <laughs> right yeah at he university like, of florida an, an actor prepares was what he was like just thumbing through uh -huh. every promo but but no I, I feel like it's amazing in that case to see that somebody who was a wrestler, you know, actually then became the star of like movie after legit movie after movie. Like, do you think Robin Williams would have thought Jumanji would be co-opted by a, like everyone would be talking about the other Jumanji? Do you think he thought that? Right, no, there's I think no that's way. it's actually the last thing that was going through his- That's what him over the edge. Oh damn, Greg! All right, keep it. That's that. I can that be was, dark too. You guys, you were so yeah. the frame. You were out of frame with that. We one. saw the light change as you said it. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, Chris Fairbanks, what celebrity wrestler would you want at your bachelor party? Well, this seems like a cop out, but technically, he was a pro wrestler. I'd like to have Andy Kaufman. Oh. Ooh. No, that's not nice. a cop out. What that's a, a Kaufman move on this question. That is... <laughs> <laughs> now let's go down the street and get milk and cookies, everyone. Yeah. Everyone in the Zoom. <laughs> Follow me. Everyone's singing in a friend this friendly world or whatever. No, I ran yeah. out of material. Let's just walk down the street. No, how great <laughs> is that for a set? To have fifth and then I do my 15 minutes by a milk and cookies. Mm. Oh, but oh, yeah. as far I'm as speak of the ones that did the best interviews. Who's the guy that had face makeup and he took the like, ultimate warrior? Oh, yeah, no, the no. ultimate warrior. I, it'd be fun if he just, I guess I just want him to uh, officiate the wedding. <laughs> so Andy Kaufman <laughs> will be at the bachelor party. And uh, <laughs> no, I dead. think you were, I think you're referring to Macho Man. No, no. Uh, face paint. The, the Undertaker? Oh, no, oh, he needed the goggles. Yeah. Yes, and the bandana. 
I can't believe we've been talking about wrestling for all yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. When, when did it stop? <laughs> yep. Maggie, Maggie May, who, uh, what celebrity wrestler would you want at your bachelor at party? Ric Flair. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah Ric Flair. Flair of course, he's yeah. going to show up wearing a boa, and we're going to be wearing boas, too. Then yeah. they got the song Ric Flair drip, and we can all sing to that as hard as we can. Um, does my show up? I don't know. Killer Mike also has a Ric Flair yeah, he looks song. Like he can really party with bachelorettes. Yeah. That's Rick, like, really kick it up a notch. Ric Flair he had a is promo. bachelorette party energy. That was He's his got the persona. Yeah. Jesus. Styling and profiling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hair. I feel yeah. like we would like he would kick it up a notch. Like you bitches are gonna stop it. Four bars. Let's go. And like he would be the second wind. <laughs> right. Yeah. He had a, a promo. Yeah. You know, he cut a promo once that was really amazing. There's so many classic quotes to me in, in wrestling. There's like, uh, ouch, you know, um, ouch. That hurts. there's, uh, um, well, no, there was Rowdy Roddy Piper saying, just when they think they know the answers, I change the questions, which is amazing. Yeah, that was and, uh, and, and Ric Flair goes, <laughs> and I'm not afraid of you or of God or of anybody. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> That's like, like I'm not afraid of God in 1980. In that order. <laughs> not afraid of you or God. <laughs> it's like God just walked into the room while he was going off on everyone. Yeah. Oh, look at hey, you. God. <laughs> Lair. Oh, yeah, that was a good pick. More wine. Excuse me. What kind of wine are you guys? Oh, this is a great next step. Uh, did everybody answer? Wait, how many dogs? I, I was, I'd say Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Yeah. You would say Rowdy Rowdy Piper. Yeah, well. I mean he was legit funny. Uh, -huh. uh We could talk John Carpenter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, I always forget he was the star of They Live. I yeah. Always, and he was good. I watched that recently. He's great like, in They Live. They Live is a weird movie, and you know he does a good job at being kind of like the everyman whose mind is getting blown. Yeah. <laughs> I love Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah, he was at the improv one night doing stand up, and I found his stories very entertaining. Mm -hmm. He was very funny. I think the, uh, I do think The Undertaker would have made a great bachelor party <laughs> presence. Like, not, he's not fun in the group, but to have that with like the lights and the yeah. lightning and the makeup you can do all anything. the time. Paul Bear, on the other hand. Club, Paul Bearer might be fun. He'd just be like, Ooh, you know, doing that face and everything. Well, there was a couple Paul. I didn't know that there was a wrestler named Paul Bearer because there was like a guy, Dr. Paul Bearer, who had like a Fright Night show, where, like kind of like uh, Elvira and would play like movies and host movies. Yeah. Wrestling Paul Bearer wasn't, he was a manager of The Undertaker. Uh. So he would just hang out with like an urn, you know, occasionally he'd hit people with the urn. And then he would just always shake and be scared with big white pancakes. Professionally, that seems pretty unprofessional. It's I your one job, you kind of, protect the urn. You can't even be bringing it. What's the point? Yeah. Who's in there? It's just some yeah. lady. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I grabbed it on the way out. Like, that's my grandmother. <laughs> I thought The Undertaker was a monster truck. <laughs> it might have been. I think it was Undertaker. Undertaker, Undertaker the Monster Truck. Mm. Like right. one of the Sunday, Sunday, Sunday ones. Yeah. 
green. Is that who you want to hang out with, Paul? The truck or the man? People are saying it's uh, Grave Digger. Oh, yeah. I I would love I would love a ride in one of those pickup trucks though. Absolutely. Um, put some put some ear earplugs in, of course, because you know I got to take care of my hearing in my advanced age. And uh, yeah. other than that, I'm ready to ride. Samuel Beckett around town. <laughs> oh my God, I would Samuel Beckett so hard. <laughs> this is Doctor Paul Bearer. Does this? Did no Whoa. one know this guy? It kind of that's looks kind like of him. yeah. That must be who he kind of based it off of or ripped off. I see the resemblance, right? The car and the man. Yeah. <laughs> car and the man. I mean, look at his. He he nailed this like crazy. Yeah, it's like zombie Dolly. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Ah. Zombie Dolly. This guy was pretty you interesting. Marty Feldman? <laughs> yeah, he had a total Marty Feldman vibe. I mean, I don't know what his real name was, but I don't think he was... And Marty. there's no way to know. Who yeah. reps Marty it? Marty Feldman both uh, suffered from googly-itis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one time, a, a good thing to boast in the industry then became across to bear. Yeah. Er. Oh, Paul to bear. A Paul to bear. Wow. I wasn't really <laughs> correcting you. I wasn't. I, I'm not sure what I was doing. <laughs> I like how yeah, I, I can't believe you let Nick get the better of you. And then when he I, did, I did I, Nick, I'll see you on the deck. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. fucking bring it. Nassau Coliseum. <laughs> I just got like to open with 15 minutes, please. Nick can't talk during it. Next. <laughs> turning this into wrestling had the best beefs. And I think comedy is missing big beef energy and that's what... <laughs> <laughs> all right peace great you say i should change my name to big beef when i perform <laughs> got it bro done think about it so what if we maybe do like uh like a just for last return and you do like andy kindler but with rebuttals <laughs> you know like yeah state of the industry where he criticizes people and then they come right back which if you see that happen on twitter when he does it it's it's very uncomfortable so it's what's they for should, humor. Yeah. They should at least have they should at least get to be in the room. You know, even even in court, you get to see your accuser. Yeah, and that's and true. Uh, you know, he's hiding behind the uh the podium. I, I think that we should really put Andy out there in the hot seat. Put him in the pit <laughs> with all him and uh him and uh you know Jimmy and Jimmy and Jimmy and uh, all the other people he's got. It'd be great with. to see all the Jimmy's like fight it out to the death in a blood uh, pit. I like what you're saying. <laughs> You know, actually, one time I was at Just for Laughs and I was with in that like big ho hotel bar with Andy Kindler talking to him. And then Dane Cook was right there and they they like had an encounter. This was at like the peak of his criticizing. A steamy That's, encounter? Yeah, it was it was well, like a row. Very polite. It was there were, there oh, were quite a few situations I saw with Andy where like the person he just criticized. <laughs> Yeah. No, I think Dane Cook would one time at the improv, he asked Daniel Tosh to sit down and then he and uh and he just asked why he didn't like him. And it made me feel bad. Because we're the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man. We don't have beef like that anymore. There's no like giant you know, there was Greg, a... I've been talking mad shit about you for months. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I'm know how I'm gonna beat up beef. Dimitri Martin. <laughs> All beef starts somewhere. You're it's like veal. 
I think now there's too many legitimate reasons to remove people from True. the business, if you know what I mean, right. where we've got official fights, this frivolous celebrity beef, that's, it means you're not, it means you're not a real activist. Whoa. That's about your own ego. You got to be uh, like, canceling the culture that needs to be canceled. Mark Marin kind of did like beef, like, you know, he had his Gallagher episode and then wouldn't he like meet <laughs> up with people and be like, you know, on the podcast and be like, oh, I thought you were horrible for years. Now I think you're slightly less horrible. But <laughs> No, he did uh, Michael Ian Black. Right. And I was on that one and Michael Ian Black was like, I just, I think that maybe I acted that way because I looked up to you and I was intimidated by you and I don't know how to act sometime in, in social situations. And then I was like, Oh, were you also intimidated by me because you were a dick to me as well? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Apparently, the only person he's not intimidated by is Megan McCain. <laughs> Wait, what's that? His best friend. They wrote a book together, and he still defends her when she, whenever she says that shit stuff. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. What? I think yeah. it's a great pairing. What... It's made <laughs> me dislike both more in a different way. Exactly. <laughs> what? Well, Oh, that's why beef is right. hard is because everyone uh, like all these uh, most of these that's why beef is hard. <laughs> they're so big they just are always saying shit like that that's why big beef court. is hard good beef's hard kobe beef hard hard is big hard beef okay there's the name it's official we don't need to pitch anymore the full name in case like i'm arrested or in court <laughs> big beef big hard beef your honor right. <laughs> that's the name Done. Locked. <laughs> Big Beef is my father's name. We did it. <laughs> Big Beef is my father's name. Big Hard Beef. Everyone. I'm Big beef. Hard Beef Jr. <laughs> um, I think I think we're that Arby's? Very, I, I think we're all very invested in Gareth's new uh, lustrous career as Big Hard Beef. We're all rooting for you, Gareth. And uh, that brings our uh, next me, segment. Paul. You're all rooting yes. for you. Big hard, big hard beef. Yes, yes, of course. Um, and uh, brings us to our next segment. Um, uh, we will be pitching uh, the catchphrase for our favorite new comedian, <laughs> Big Hard Beef, because we really wanted to see him succeed. We're gonna throw all of our best stuff at the wall. Um, um, I I'll, I'll go first. Um, I think that your catchphrase should be um, Big Hard Beef is. Um, uh, uh, you know what they say, the harder it is, the beefier they come. Okay, it's not good. That's why I went first. Uh, you see, uh, just to like ice it. break it. No, I, I was going to go with two all beef patties, and I wish I went that way because I was just doing word salad at the end. Um, <laughs> I'm amending it to all beef patties. It's nonsensical, but big hard beef, you'll throw out two all beef patties at the end of a joke. Um, I, I can see it didn't hit with you. Gareth, you're the ultimate. Uh, I like it, Paul. I love it. And what I love is your risk taking. I love it. <laughs> I, if I were to, I, would, I think I would go short and it would be if I had a killer joke, I'll just go grill marks, grill marks. <laughs> like I just fucking fried the crowd. You know what I mean? I think grill marks is really good. Um, I do want to turn over to the rest of the group. I think we're going to hear some other good ones. Nick Flanagan, what do you think uh, Big Hard Beef's catchphrase should be? I got to say, the name is still holding up great. I, I love it. I love I the name. 
It's one of uh, my favorite things, and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> I, I feel like Bert, Big Hard Beef like doesn't need to his doesn't need a catchphrase so much as a catch dance. Oh no! Like first of all, yeah, he should be wearing. He should definitely wear like one of those barbecue aprons, right, when he performs, Uh, and it says his name on it. Gothic. Hey, by the way, merch. Love that. Love that. Selling aprons already. (laughs) Could be my two by four. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Touring with, and then he does like a dance, you know, like sort of a. He calls it the grill dance, and what it does is it follows actually the, uh, what was that? The grill marks was that the thing he says? Yes. So he says grill marks and does the grill marks dance. Maybe he'll like take his thumbs under the tops of the apron during the dance. (laughs) Uh, Yes. Yes. The microphone looks like a spatula, Garrett. Oh, that's very handy. That's great. That's great. But it's a headset. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's a little headset spatula. I like that as a as a part of it. Yeah, it sounds a little complicated, but I love it. I'm embracing it. Let's go with it. He sounds very tech. Like, only it's do a little, it's a little tech heavy is all I think of, but I love it. Let's go. Let's go. Let's break some barriers. I could listen this is... to this segment for 15 hours, FYI. You, you just might, Greg. I hope I hope you chime in because you've got a great catchphrase pitch for big, big BHB as we It's call. my turn? Yeah. I got 10. Oh, cool. <laughs> all right. I'm going to sit all back right. and let Greg great. take care of business. I think... You know, you get out there and you're like, I got a license to grill. How about that? Huh? God, God grill. this is good already. You smack, you smack someone with a, first of all, you get a chair that's wrapped in meat and then you smack <laughs> someone with it and you're like, nice to meet you. Huh? Wait, are you a wrestler or a comedian yeah. in this scenario? That's the question nowadays. I mean, I'm open to any pitch. <laughs> I will say it's, I just worry again, a little prop heavy and the, uh, the audience member thing could get complicated legally. Okay. But, okay. but I every, love time license beat, grill. every time you beat somebody, first of all, you're beefing somebody. And then, okay. uh, <laughs> also thank you. True. And then you're like, oh, I guess they didn't make the cut. Huh? Oh, I like that. Great. I feel like people don't like mine. I, I thought I had. Like, no, we're in awe of them. It's more like we're in awe. Yeah. No, you're you're writing the, the you're writing the outline for the whole stage play, but we're looking for a catchphrase. But you keep I mean, keep going. Yeah. I want to hear all of these. Yeah. Take take all the ideas. I mean, I got twenty more. I don't want yeah. twenty now. <laughs> well, it's been fourteen seconds since the last one. They just keep coming. <laughs> I think this one end, at the end of your comedy, you do a a, a, Q, a barbecue and A. <laughs> Oh, then, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> reason. It's more of a serious note where you you just say, you know, the beef industry has killed more Americans than any war <laughs> of our century. Whoa. Uh, and just got talk about global warming and everything. Kind of this is great. So he drops the persona the and he's actually anti-beef. I yeah, like that. Yeah. Like I love that. I, I love that. Because I love the barbecue and a that's great genius, <laughs> and then I, I I think that's really going to resonate. I've won them over with the great material we're yeah. writing, yeah. and then right. here I am. Oh, sorry, did I just undercut everything with a serious note and yeah. a message? Mm-hmm. Now I'm making you think. And then to make things light again, <laughs> you do your signature sizzle dance. Oh, <laughs> more dancing. Okay, you got to oh, do. Did you already dance. dance? The, the that's the dance the sizzle what, dance yeah i yeah. think it's the same dance it's good it's a callback it's a dance yeah yeah it's your get her done dance you just do it a little sizzle dance but, but people love that stuff second album raise the stakes 
And he's like, wow, <laughs> that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. I have 97 that's... more now. Yeah. <laughs> Good Lord, what are you? It's like Dogecoin over here. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a jingle man reincarnated as, you know, a jingle man. Um, <laughs> jingle man. I think that's what this they one... call Santa in Germany. <laughs> jingle man. Yeah. Bring the Kuman is not coming this year. Jingle man. <laughs> Where's Jingle Man's boxes? And children oh, wow. are behaving. All right, this one was right there, and I'm surprised nobody just reached out and grabbed it. You know, you go out there. Well, we were going around in like a round robin. But go ahead. Yeah. Wow. I'm surprised no one fluttered by and grabbed it in their beak. Uh, you can't beat this meat. Thank you. Oh, good oh, for good. the late Blue show again. Yeah, uh, that's Saturday Night Late Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they want it. I know what they want. Them. Yeah, yeah. Give them the chops. <laughs> you yeah. gotta give them, give it the whole thing. James Love. Fritz, what do you think of uh, Big Hot Beef? Um, obviously, we love the act. What should his catchphrase be? Oh, well, uh, what everything Garrett, I mean, Greg said. Greg had a lot of my ideas. <laughs> he had like five of mine, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait is this a beef for me oh my god i wish Ooh, you you yeah i don't i am not good with mean beefs well yeah you gotta sell like worcestershire Worcestershire. i never mind i can't say it sauce <laughs> i can incorporate that i'll stumble like that i like that yeah it's yeah. endearing oh yeah, it's, yeah. We're so vulnerable i'll go worcestershire worcestershire, worcestershire the W sauce. Yeah, the W sauce. And I'll look at them and I'll go, sauce has got a little complicated on us, didn't they? I'll do some stuff like <laughs> that. It. Speak yeah. of it. Yeah. Ketchup mustard. That was enough, I thought. But here we oh, go yeah. again. A Good speech Lord. impediment icon. Oh, I I never saw someone like me until 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 the meat guy. Yeah, you're pinching Joe Biden shit. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> it's huge right now. Maggie May, what do you think big hot beef? Uh, should be working with regarding this <laughs> this catchphrase. Simple. He runs on stage, says, "Here's the beef." Yeah. Oh, because yeah. people oh. have been asking, "Where is it?" Yeah, oh, there it is. Oh, the crowd Where's is the chanting, beef? "Where's the beef?" Waiting yeah, for right. him to come out again. Uh, he, does, uh, he does one of these businesses. Here's the beef. Yeah. You need wine, honey? <laughs> merch wise, I love it. Come in real handy. This is the that, kind of act sort of you thing don't I want to feature for. I can sell I can see myself yelling off mic a little bit when I get on stage before I get the mic. Oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. I, I like I told you it was here. People are going, where is it? It's here. They just backed the truck in. And I'm here to stay. I'm gonna rot in your colon and cause cancer. <laughs> a little hot in here, huh? Let's take it down to about 30. <laughs> I like the idea of you beating someone senseless with a, like a giant like Flintstone steak. Oh yeah, and if you get a heckler, you can be like, somebody check his internal temperature. Yeah, he doesn't go on stage <laughs> until the meat thermometer is like a that correct. Yeah. Sometimes it's twenty. Or I check minutes. it. I check it throughout my act, and it's how I keep my time. And then eventually I go, "Well, I'm done," and I show uh, it. Yeah. His set is just an an oven. Yeah. yeah. The, okay. All the, right. All right. Well, let's lean in, and I love it. Yeah. And he's punctured with like ten holes. Like you know, Howie Mandel would do those the special. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Bobby's world set. Like this is big hot beef. The door thing. opens and I walk out to like a red background. 
<laughs> no, it's gotta it's gotta have dry ice. It's gotta steam you yeah, out like yeah, you're from the freezer. Mm. I I think you need to keep a cooler of of raw steaks on the stage. So when you light up a heckler, you toss a steak to him and say, "Put that on it. It'll take care of." Oh, walking away with there's a steak and not even mad. Yeah, and they're leftover Trump steaks that he never sold. Yeah, yep. <laughs> so you get those. We're off a truck right Those now. Those last forever. Dude. I'm it's a very fully formed character. Their ass is gristle. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> gristle, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that there's a gristle thing that you could definitely oh, get. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. Or if it's like a joke bombs, like a hey, little yeah. gristle never killed anyone. Yeah. Little gristle no, never killed anyone. Except for, a, <laughs> except for 14% of society, kids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. So this character is like a, so it's like a character. Next, it's like, sorry. This is a um, reawakening. This is a yeah, reimagining. Yeah. <laughs> this redux is like um he's he's like a uh um what is it? What were they called? Rednecks of comedy. Oh my god. Um blue blue collar collar comedy. Comedy. so he's like blue collar comedy, don't pretend but, like but environmentally woke. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, this is like Ziggy Stardust. This is a whole okay. this is like this is a Klaus. Spaceship. What is it? Klaus Nomi. <laughs> okay, you want to tell me I'm too obscure. Like the, the meats of comedy, you can go on <laughs> Hot Dog Jones. Oh, that's good. Right. You know, yeah. lunch meat. Isn't yeah. there a comedian called Hamburger? The meats of the hamburger. Yeah. What is it? Hamburger is your first beef for sure. Yeah. I'll have, have the charcuterie plate. Yeah. If, if a club owner ever just tells you to stretch, you're like, looks like I'm going to make this one a double. And then, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then do another. Or yeah. if people groan, you're like, oh, that one was a cheeseburger for you. A little cheese. Yeah. When the burger yeah. never, never. Come on, guys. That joke was well done. Man. <laughs> oh, man. There's so many puns. You're going to. Medium rare. I don't know what that's good. If they're peak in the middle, it's tight. Never mind. I, it feels like the kind of comic who will be touring during COVID, which yes. I also like. So I now feel like I have free reign to go on the road now that oh, I've yeah. kind of reinvented myself and tapped into a new. I mean, know. I just definitely a comedians of COVID. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my God, if the there isn't, why isn't there? Rogan and Chappelle. Yeah. And, yeah. Everybody's gotten it. Yeah, or how about that? How about just shows for people who currently have it? It's just purely oh. like comedians who have it. Like yeah. a leopard oh, colony yeah. tour. That's yeah. funny. It's like, forget people who are vaccinated. Only if you have, you can only come if you have COVID. Yeah, we're testing. Comedians and cars with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> we all have it. Yeah. <laughs> it is get funny the yeah the vaccinated people they've already got they've got everything already what do the covid people get they don't they deserve their they deserve their they deserve entertainment this is america everyone deserves entertainment yep. <laughs> it's more important so, than bread do you think i do love the really idea like... of seinfeld trying to bring his show back and having to get into a car with another person you know he's a germ guy and he's not going to be able to go back He'll, there'll be all convertibles next season. I guarantee you. Yeah. I guarantee it. It'll be. It's, a, it's like people in. Like down. I'm in a car. Well, you know, not me, because I won't do Seinfeld. We all know that about me. Yeah. It's yes. like a comedian's in a car and Seinfeld's in a car, and they like drive up next to each other. Is what it's yeah. going to be. And they have walkie-talkies next to each other. Yeah. Love that one, one of them's in Kramer's bus. 
Remember, remember the real Kramer had a bus tour. Yeah. God damn it. I should have gone on that when I had the chance. Yeah, I regrets now. Going away. Yeah, we didn't. We we thought he'd be given tours forever in that bus. We didn't realize that the real Kramer would be done. Wait, what's the real Kramer? You just Kramer. Kenny, the guy that Kenny, yeah, the guy the character was based off of. Oh, Kenny Kramer. Because you know Jim Kramer. Jim Kramer, Jim Kramer yeah. doing a tour, a bus tour of Wall Street, just screaming about redditors. Yeah. Beep beep. He just honking the horn a lot. A regular oh, I can say at any comedy show in Venice was the real dude from the Big Lebowski. The oh yeah, guy that, oh, wow. that was based on, and uh, he dressed just like him, except more <laughs> colorful. He wore a lot of streamers and. Uh, but he just, and he was really grumpy and rude. <laughs> it's not really fun to be around. Yeah, it turns rude. out the Hollywood versions of these people were way more entertaining and likable. Yeah, or at least <laughs> more mentally ill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, they, they take care of it in post. You know, they, they make sure there's not too much of it. That's yeah, what, I asked you know, him to be even bold, and he's like, no, I don't. I don't go bowling. It's like cared for bowling. You're like, what? The <laughs> dude. Did you remember to have fun with this and profit from it? You dumb dumb. I go to parties and comedy shows and try and get free drinks or demand them. <laughs> but you can't lie about being into bowling. Okay. Yeah. I don't like white Russians. Come on, man. Yeah. Like white <laughs> Nothing in common. <laughs> <laughs> what's There's a regular a, russian like a white russian is blah 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 and there know. is another russian and it is darker yeah. uh there's no cream in it and i don't know what that's called it's just a black russian there's a black russian and a white russian there we I go i don't think there's just a russian no okay it's a Harry Smith is a black swear. russian i believe it yeah. um is it what is that? Just Kahlua and vodka? Is that what that is? Mm-hmm. That's just no cream. way less good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then again, who wants all that dairy at night anyway? That's a child's drink. That's, I never that's got the idea. Of, like the dairy and the vodka just sounds like a recipe for bad stuff. It, def- it sounds definitely like it happened by accident. I mean, like something spilled into something. Most drinks. Well, you know, this you is going to sound gross, but I was desperate. And when we were really, when I wasn't leaving the apartment for literally weeks on end, I I drank vodka with uh, vanilla almond milk. And it was quite delicious. It felt like it, I was, uh, it's not as sweet. Yeah. Right. And I thought it was kind of healthy for some reason. Sounds fairly vegan. It's healthier than drinking Kahlua. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it sounds like it would take the lactose element out and just. Yeah, kind of, there you go. No more um, bad dreams at night. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Yeah. Your little tum tum feels better. You can eat all the beef you want. Oh, milk, a milk mare. Scary dreams and restless leg syndrome. Oh, no. Usually I need a lot of. <laughs> oh, no. Chris milked himself up before bed again. Oh, yeah. He's, he's got the night terror. Oh, no. He's all milked up. Prop him up. Lean him up. That's <laughs> warm. You're supposed to have warm milk. Uh, yeah apparently that's you can't warm almond milk you can't warm any fake milk it's milk itself has a warm when it's warmed there's a quality that puts you to bed 
You can warm almond milk. I'll do it right now. No, but that, that you won't fall asleep. It doesn't <laughs> dare you. Man. James, we've already had you squirt lime juice into your eye. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, see but you, you made money. James, I want to see you. I want to see you guzzle a gallon of hot milk. <laughs> oh my god! I watched Boys in the Hood yesterday and the day before. I split it into two, and I'd forgotten that the character Ricky, played by Morris Chestnut, um, is always there's a point in the movie where he's out in the sun just drinking a fucking carton of milk <laughs> very american yeah man that's and then he's like out and he's got one of those big bags of like lays <laughs> like he's only into bags like, of full grocery style so <laughs> canadians if it's hot outside you guys just won't eat or drink in it yeah well, what, what, maybe what's not. the temperature that you drink milk in i must go back to my igloo to... i i won't drink a big carton of milk outdoors un except like under hilarious circumstances well either you don't know don't show or don't care about what they're drinking in the hood no that, right, let's that, do a sub like. can we do a subcategory <laughs> paul I like. yes please this will be our last category this oh then never mind i don't yes we do no, have bag milk this one's stupid. no baby no, I, that, the stupider the better. I find. I just want to. When was the last time you had a glass of milk? <laughs> That's oh. a great question. This is oh, a great question. Oh. I can't remember. Ten years. Yeah. yeah. No Ten idea. Months. With nothing with it, I've maybe had half of one with like some Oreos in the last fifteen years. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't and had a glass of milk since my high dad, school. Yeah. He of course has like whole milk, like. There's buttermilk in his fridge. And uh, sometimes if you're having cereal and there's no almond milk at your parents. I've had cereal with milk in it in the last year. I just want to amend. You asked if it was a glass of milk, though. I'm sticking. No, that's yeah. I haven't had a glass and I can't remember. Oh, yeah. I used to drink so much. kind of disgusting. I was always clearing my throat and they took me to the doctor and the doctor just said he drinks too much milk. He's all milked up again. Yeah. <laughs> you milked your boy up again. Yeah, my throat is all milky. This guy's Has he been drinking a lot of milk? We ain't no 2% family. What an embarrassing reason to go to the doctor. Milk throat. Milk neck. People have died from yeah. not going to the doctor. Mil what's milk neck? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, hold on, hold on. In the <laughs> only known pouch. case of milk neck. And your boys got milk pouches. <laughs> they just sit here. Duds, if you will. He's got milk neck, all right. Bad, too. Don't have That's... a cow, doctor's orders. Well, the worst case is a milk neck, I see. Milk neck. <laughs> <laughs> I had a glass of milk recently. But I mean, that probably doesn't surprise you. You've had hey, what, so so wait. you judged this movie character from You're the nineties. place, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> so Nick, you've had the glass of milk the recent in the most sun recently. outside. Right he just, he gets he just got it from the corner store in the carton. What's so weird about that? But what? Uh, you want to go yeah, inside it's, it's, and drink? You want the black man to go inside? So you don't have to see him drinking milk. We hear you. I want him to go inside because he's getting chased by the murderers, and he would have had his life saved. I he doesn't get milk. killed because of the milk. There's not a better time for a thing of milk. I mean, my mom, <laughs> my mom told me that it's weird to drink another animal's milk, and I, I, I thought that made sense when I was a kid. But every time I would sprain an ankle or something skateboarding, the doctor would always say, "Well, good thing you drank a lot of milk." because your bones yeah. are really strong. We got a lot of mixed messages with you. You're milk. like, how's yeah. your doctor? 
Yeah, eggs are bad. Oh, never mind. Eggs are good. No, they're bad again. Yeah, eggs are. We're really on the fence on eggs. It's crazy. Yeah, still. When was the last time you had an egg? There's another egg. Uh, All the time. Update every. Uh, yeah, I just had eggs uh, today. I had eggs uh, a la McMuffin earlier today. Well, that's a good way to do it. Dog. Oh, you have a third dog. I want a dog. I need to see his neck. Uh, yes. that's, a, that's a beautiful neck. Look at all yeah, the love you're surrounded by. Oh he ain't never had milk. Like him. You just throw yeah. that dog off he of you? Violently after you? threw it. <laughs> I, I, you I, see I that? I oh no, Nick's got, Nick's got milk madness. Uh-oh. <laughs> got the milk mania. <laughs> I'm always in new environments, right? And they're just- You do go around a lot for quarantine. <laughs> Can you believe- Send me a dog. I know, I really want to email dog. you all the dogs. <laughs> one of you gets one of the dogs every week. I want, it's I want that last one. He looks like a good I boy. want Charlie. He I'm going to reenact that bit my finger video with you people like it or not. That's yeah. gold. It's more funny with a dog because they bite more often. Yeah. He's got a tooth problem. It's going to be great. He's got a tooth problem. Maybe shot I'll... for shot remake. That's one shot. I'm going to put a picture in the chat if I can of his mouth. Oh, that was said so scarily. Do it. Put it in the chat. Oh, Greg, to answer That's your question, threat. I think the yeah. last time I had a glass of milk was I, I paid top dollar for it in a restaurant accompanying a, a I must have been a cookie or a brownie or something like that, or cake, could have been cake. Wow. And I'm sure it was whole milk. Treating yourself. Mm. It is good with cake. Go, if, yeah, that's a big chocolate cake, a, a too yeah. rich to drink chocolate cake with milk. Come on. That's not wow. so bad. Yeah, it's like the only thing thick enough to knock the cake down or something. <laughs> yeah. Cake neck? Yeah, you fight, yeah. you're fighting cake neck then, yeah. Well, no, I had milk neck and they they prescribed me a lot of cake. We got to put a bunch <laughs> of cake in your son's throat. A neck, really. <laughs> but normally, no, never any milk. Milk is, who, who can handle it? Maggie, hey. when's the last time you had a glass of milk? I don't remember ever just drinking a glass of milk like that was just some shit to do <laughs> I, had, um, I have oat milk and i put some of it in a recipe and i had like a little bit too much so i had like maybe a like a third of a cup and i was like okay let me drink this like milk like one of those people that's like on tv and stuff and yeah. it was unpleasant yeah. Like it tastes <laughs> fine, but I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like just drinking milk, like it's just. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, sometimes a recipe calls for milk and uh, it does not work to put oat or almond. Milk. Yeah. It's sweeter than you think and it'll fuck up the sauce. It's good in the recipe, but like just drinking it by itself. Like I couldn't uh, imagine drinking just a cup of something white. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I think you guys got to man up. You're talking about this beef guy, and you're all acting like that's so hey, great. Hey, you know, hey, hey, like, hey, you do not need to attack Big Heart Beef right now. Here that's not what this is about. <laughs> you want another you side beef? You already you came at Big Heart Beef earlier, before I even had the name. Now you're coming yeah, back you for another plate? Big Heart Beef's whole show, because he talks about the environmental downfall of, of yeah, You want another plate? Talk See? about methane pollution. Why are these cattle not grazing? Huh? Both sides yeah. do it though. Both. Oh, I love that. These cattle are not grazing. You cattle aren't grazing. Yeah. Both sides do it though. We got big, big milk and big beef. 
all under the umbrella of Big Cow. Who is behind it? Yeah. Okay, so hi, I'm Big Cow. How you doing? Welcome the to the morning. Showed in the chat um, apparently was a virus uh, <laughs> warning. So here's uh, Charlie's mouth. Oh, that is a virus warning. I mean, I think it's okay to say this because we just saw him alive, but that looks like a photo of a dead dog. Yeah, I know. Well, he's I'd rather drink a glass of milk than look at that again. You know about those times where you're just like, <clears throat> okay, good. Is that dog British? <laughs> Give it a little push just to make sure it's okay. Certainly he's not in the remake. People are, are worried. He's, well, he's, if you're in the chat room, please uh, draw up some big hard beef merch for us for next week. Um, yes, belts, we would love to see your shirts. Merch. What's a classic wrestler thing? Just like a big wrestler belt, a shirt that you can rip right in half. Um, an apron sunglasses. and also a hot sauce bottle label, I think, or yeah. a barbecue sauce bottle Ooh, label. You're gonna want that. Tattoo. Sauces are huge. Guns. Big hard beef. Is it big? It is big hard beef, Junior. Right? Technically, <laughs> uh, that's his opener. It's like an Arby's situation. You can get the big butter, big beef and cheddar. Y'all should see if you can make a, a steak, but shaped like a like a bicep, and that's big hard Ooh. beef. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm also like seeing the, the the only thing that's kind of the meat budget for this show is just it has become it's high it's a high meat oh, budget I don't love it it's they gastronomical sponsor they're just oh, they're just giving okay. me meat. all right Fritz every show costs like five hundred dollars and the room smells horrible you're cooking <laughs> on stage Sir, this 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 case is just full of steaks yeah please don't touch it too many of them yeah mistakes. Yeah. I gotta move this merch. It's gonna go bad. That's a, that's actually like a fucking horror show idea. Merch that expires. Oh, I love it. Like a tales from the crypt. You guys take it home fast, unless you have a bloody briefcase, which I also sell. None of your blood coolers. Yeah, I got a whole, I got a whole box full of CDs. I'm never gonna sell, but it'd be worse if it was aging beef. You're selling beef out of the trunk of your car to start. Be, yeah. Yeah, download cards, but on jerky. You know what I mean? With like the download code. So then you guys it's a thumb that, drive. You guys have to. But you, first of all, you have to sign up, but just use a junk email, and then you have to put in the code, and then you get the discount uh, jerky cards. Which again, and then post the picture to Facebook. Yeah. Fuck, this life is really. This is me on the road when it's getting dark. You have a beef jerky cannon. <laughs> I gotta beat myself sometimes. No, but it's like that thing that. That like grinds the meat and it comes uh, through. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god, a meat grinder! They win. They win. Oh yeah. They win, you guys. It's hard. Yeah. Put it, wait, is, are you a comedian or you're? He's a pro wrestler, right? No, he's a comedian. <laughs> I don't. I like it as a pro wrestler, and I like you beating the guy, and then you put his hand in the meat grinder, and you're like, ha ha ha. You I mean, Greg, again, I, it's I, just the legal angle with some of these pitches. I, I'm attacking. <laughs> I'm the idea man. You guys figure out the nitty. Yeah, your ideas. He changes his whole like job, his whole career. Yeah. Okay, now this is a bit more. This is for theater shows, right? The curtain rises. Yeah, I mean, you see a back, one day. to the audience. You see a barbecue <laughs> open, smoke coming out of the grill. He turns around and goes, "Oh, hi! I didn't see you there." Well, <laughs> yeah, I love my taste to start something like that. Yeah. Oh, hello. <laughs> 
<laughs> well that does it for us here on in the green zoom um oh, it's nice to see a, a friend and peer really take it a bit and launch and just uh, blossom yeah. in such a beautiful way this is big. Uh, this is a big we night. love you yep. um it's everyone in the chat we would love to see your contributions your artwork your 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 titles and catchphrases for Big Hot Beef as well. Yeah. Um, and we'll I mean, I, can, and, I love it. It, it gets better and better. It really does. I, I mean, it, for, yeah. I'm invest. I'm investing in beef coin. Yeah. <laughs> beef coin. Beef coin. Get in early, everyone. Beef coin's going true to roof. To the moon. True. True to moon. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see you next time on in the green zoom. Thanks for coming. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Blown a kiss. That's the first time I've blown a kiss. I like it. 70s style. Yeah. <laughs> You're throwing it up and out. It catches all. That's smart. Yeah, if only we could figure out how to blow hugs. I know a guy named Hugs would be fine with it. Hello. Bye. 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 <laughs> well, I should be taking that leave on that great note. <laughs> and that's it for the show this week thanks for joining us we had such a good time this was uh, i'm just gonna we have to we have to do this i need i i need this segment to happen right now uh we we really do let it fly gang i know that and i love that about what we do but i got to get this next segment in right away we've got to hear it you're gonna hear it now um you know if you're listening at home clap in your car put your hands together for our friend the very funny mr greg barris so good to be here so good to be here so much going on in my life like what that's just good <laughs>
there is very little difference between a sleeping 82-year-old man and an old, dead man. <laughs> great set greg thank you i'm always i feel like i need to send you a thank you note after we do a stand-up show together i always appreciate what you do let's be honest as far as they go you don't have to compare them but this was a really fun one thanks for checking us out if you want to find out when we got future shows coming up please check out our social media at in the green zoom on instagram and twitter 
and I'd like to thank everybody that helps put together this really fun podcast. Uh, of course, Brian Grineo for producing the whole thing, Jessica Kelly for executive producing the show. Um, the theme song, wonderfully put together by my friend Jordan Katz and Kenny Siegel with the pedal steel played by Mark McGonagall. The dynamic in the Green Zoom artwork done by the so funny Luke McGarry. Check out all of his stuff. Follow him on social media. You'll um, you'll be thanking me for it. And if you want to purchase a print of the In the Green Zoom artwork, you can get it at BelowTheCollar.com. I think you should. I think you would. Um, big shout out and a thank you to Nightlight. They take care of all of our live stream services. They help us when we do our live stand-up shows um, that we also broadcast through the internet to your homes. And we appreciate everything they do over there. And most of all, thank you, the listeners. Mm. I'm not even going to, you know what? I'm going to cut you some slack this week. I'm not even going to ask you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Ratings? No, you take a week off. You don't even have to feel bad about not ever giving a rating to this podcast. You just relax and enjoy yourself. And I'll see you next time. I've been Paul Danke. And I'll, <laughs> I'm Paul Danke. I'll see you next time on In the Green Zoom. Mm, that was fun. I yeah, like being stupid with y'all. Yeah, that was uh, uh, the fun one. The pleasure. Esque. Remember puzzles? Our son. How could we forget our child? Someone just say the name of the thing again so I laugh a lot. Big hot beef? Oh, I love it. <laughs> but is it big hard beef? Hard I couldn't beef. tell if it was big hard oh, beef. Oh, big hard beef. Yeah. Sorry. Relax, <laughs> Paul. I don't know why I want Arby's every fucking time you say it. Oh, the pig. I don't I don't hate that news. That's a demographic I'm after. <laughs> they spend, you know. Yeah, I love spend, uh, I love Arby's in LA because you have you have to really want it. Yeah. There's one. And it's in fucking Hollywood. So you like have like 73. You have like 20 minutes to feel like regret pre-regret about what you're doing. It's like a night out for me and my lady. She loves it. Oh yeah. Oh, it's a special. I almost stuff. ate there once. Because I was running late <laughs> or something, and I was like, "I've never eaten at an Arby's. Like, I can't." Remember. You really haven't? Uh, well, yeah, I think I, I think went once. once in the eighties. Also, if you grew up in Texas, you have no shortage of meat places. Yeah, I, <laughs> Arby's is for everyone. Barbecue, or let me go eat this human skin that's been lunch meated onto the. There you go. Exactly. Well, Arby's is out of like a caulking gun. It's liquid, and then it's, oh, that's all. Particularly the, that's all propaganda. That's how Taco Bell does it. They have a meat hose. Yeah, um, yeah, the gun or whatever. They, they call squirt it. A meat it. Hose too. And the bottom somehow the uh, sour cream gun is just great as gross, if not grosser. Oh my god, that's a what happened? Great. I didn't know beef could fail that hard. I know. I, I thought great as beef was like rubber. Now I just feel bad for it, kind of like me. Poor yeah, me. I've gotten I back died. into eating meat. I feel bad about it. Well, as long as you feel awful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I don't eat meat, but don't tell the fans that. <gasps>
Let that. <laughs> no, I think that's the best part about big hard beef. Eric, <laughs> we're, we're still recording. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> this is your face in the crowd moment. Uh oh. <laughs> I'm kidding. Give me one right now. I'll take a bird. Give me one. As you mean a beef? <laughs> Give me a meat. Beef. Oh, okay, this. Okay, this guy sounds like he. Bring needs up it. a shot of beef. You know, I gotta say, boys this in the hood. This guy loves me. Held up. If you guys go back to Boys in the Hood, still, still, still fun. If you watched it when you were a kid or younger. Okay, oh, I, I, I believe watched what? Younger than when I was a kid. I did enjoy it. It's great. Oh. Yeah. I, I hadn't realized I'd memorized it. What are you talking about? I'm sorry, I blacked out. Well, you you did a quote from it, so you clearly know it well. Is John Witherspoon is in it, right? No, oh, I, yeah, that movie is amazing. He's the mailman dad. Yeah, that's he's. Right. I like John Witherspoon. <laughs> Has he passed away? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yes, Charles Grodin is still alive. Charles Grodin is alive. Fred Willard died. Got any more? David Bowie. Chocolate. Yeah. I mean, no, lot, lots, of, lots of motherfuckers are dropping dead, man. I horrible. Mean, this... <laughs> it's horrible. Yeah. So what if yeah we just lost Larry King. Alive. I should have paid homage. Who? I'm still not calling Larry out of this one. <laughs> Hello, grave. Until <laughs> he's been dead, as I, he's long gonna as have he a show at Tubi. <laughs> the clip of him from the Norm Macdonald show where he goes, "You know what they're calling it nowadays? The dirt nap." <laughs> it's great. <laughs> I mean, like Larry King was one of those few people who like could have killed like a person, and I would have been like, I still sort of love Larry King. <laughs> I don't know he's your Donald Trump. Ugh. <laughs> like like that interview you did with the guy who played Danny Pudi or whatever, where he's mm -hmm. like, "What's your favorite luxury?" And he's oh, like that talking is about such... nice shoes. That was so like, great. Those sure, are was... luxuries. <laughs> a lux a private jet. <laughs> he was fun. And what does he say? What's his, his last line? Is so great. He's like, "I'm on Ducktales." Yeah, I'm on Ducktales. That's the best, like, <laughs> most honest ending. Private yeah. jet. I used to do a whole bit about. I know that. Larry King's like grew up in like the '70s and '80s, where like if you were on TV, oh, yeah, one of the, the three channels, totally, you were very well off. Yeah. yeah. And he, but but the fact that it went into this weird thing where he was like interviewing the King of Jordan, but then, you know, Carlos Slim financed the first uh, era of Larry King. Now Carlos Slim, that like Mexican billionaire, and and mm -hmm. and then RT took over. <laughs> so it's just like such a weird thing. But he started interviewing just like not like just people we knew practically i know <laughs> no the my, the amount of people that i knew who were eventually on that weird show he was doing i was like this is not going well like i know three people have been on it this is really, the bar has been lowered he's like i know a show i know a show's going a, a piece of shit when my friends show yeah, up on and, he, it. Like, yeah. Yeah. and like you watch him and he's like you did you were on that or you weren't and they're like i wasn't really he's like oh okay um so let's get into like he really is just you know Oh, he's, who's he's the like, right way? The right wing fucko that he just took a call on Dave while he was. Yes. Dave oh yeah, right. Did you yeah. see that, that was amazing? Yeah. The thing to be a like, guest on someone's show and not respect them so much that you but, just are like, my daughter's calling. Yeah, no, you don't also, have to stop the camera. About the Dodgers, right? He's like, <laughs> yeah, he was talking did. to his son about his baseball career. Yeah, like his, his, you know. And then, just took the call. But but oh, much more uh, ominously, uh, there's the clip of him and Dave Rubin where Dave Rubin mm -hmm. is doing one of these dumb anti-mask arguments and Larry King's like, 
Dave, you, David, you sound ridiculous. Whose life is whose life is more important? Yours, mine, you know. And then he died of COVID. So, oh, I didn't yeah. got him. So um, the other guy was right. Yeah, I guess Dave Rubin won. Dave Once Rubin, again, it's like crazy Dave watching Rubin. these people. Wait, Larry died of COVID. Once again, Dave Larry Rubin vindicated. Yeah. yeah, he did. Larry had COVID and he beat it. Oh. And then he died of like something else, like an infection. He chose, he chose to pass, is what they said. <laughs> yeah. He physically he just go. goes, that's it, I quit. That's but you watch interviews, like every time he interviews people, he tends to insert a lot of his own life views in it's there. The best. It's and he goes like, he goes like, I really fear dying. The idea of not being alive. Yeah, like, and then he'd immediately be like, "You ever have pudding?" Like he would just turn on him. There's a clip of Lewis where he's like being interviewed late in his life, and he's just like crying, and he's like, "I really don't want to die because I really want to be around. Like I really want to be around my wife and kids. Like I really want what my wife, who is not funny." Yeah, and, <laughs> and he hates funny. women. Kids aren't funny, and but yeah. it's just a really weird thing because I'm not really capturing how egotistical he sounded. Well, oh. he didn't want to die. Like it was sort of like yeah. all about that he, yeah, wasn't desired like, being right. around these people. Like that was his. I like dinner burning. parties. Oh, Jerry Lewis. <laughs> Jerry Lewis was like a next level ego maniac. Like. He earned it. The, 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 although he was kind of a genius, like the whole yeah. spell, like uh, tape recorder in the briefcase, leaving it behind at a meeting thing was based on yeah. him. Oh, he, really? He would do that because he was, he thought everyone hated him and they kind of did because he, he was right, so right, fucking right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Williams that talks about how he came would... back in. They were probably like, oh, God, no. <laughs> hey, hey, Jerry. Hey, we were vicious. <laughs> Ordering lunch? You want lunch? <laughs> <laughs> but goddamn, he's good uh, in King of Comedy. Right, bye, buddy. Always, everyone. Bye, Gareth. Yeah, bye. Bye, 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 bye,